Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Caught Between a Tie and High Heels. I am your hostess, Jamie, and this is a podcast, a question and answer podcast about being transgender, about having to hide, and me basically spilling everything about myself of being both a transgender person and, um, actually, I'm saying this wrong again, and I'll get to this, but being a transgender person who is indeed hiding and about my journey and my experience. Um, so what was I just talking about? First of all, I have some corrections to make. And I was using the term completely wrong. Um, and so I was rolling across uh, empoweredtranswomen.com. And uh, I'll put a link into the, um, uh, in the description of the podcast. But let me get to it. Okay, so it says, please... Do not use something if you want to be supportive to someone who is transgender, uh, a, tr a person who is transgender or a transgender person. I'm getting this wrong. I'm going to screw this up. Um, please do not use the word, use transgender as a noun. People uh, include people or woman or man or girl or boy or child after the word. Referring to trans people as transgenders or transgender is dehumanizing and demeaning. Trans folk are not transgenders. We are people of trans experience. Yes, that is true. So when I say I need to apologize because all throughout these podcasts, I have said that when a person is transgender or I am transgender, you're right. That is not... Um, I'm hoping that maybe that's not completely wrong because I do say me or a person who is transgender, but that's not, it's more, I guess, an adjective than it is a noun. I'm not saying that that transgender over there, that is wrong. That's just going to get you all sorts of hatred and some shade. But if you're saying that I was talking to a transgender person or a trans woman or a trans man, that's the proper way to do it. So I need to apologize because I think I'm referring to it wrong. And I really screwed that up. So my humblest of apologies because I really, again, it's hard for me to keep up with this because A, I'm not active in the community, the out community. The only community I have are you all, the letters that I get. And that's really, um, uh, it's, it's crappy. I want to be part a little bit more I'd like to go out or I'd like to be able to socialize a little more um, with people that are in the LGBT community. They are the nicest group of people. And I want to be a part of that. God, the, a lot of the like cisgender people are really boring and they're mean. So, <laughs> and that's just me being whiny and bitchy. So, okay. Uh, another one that I found on this, and they have these really nice little slides. I will post them up, but I'm still going to give them credit for it because, uh, or post a, a link for you to be able to get to it. Um, and you can see their, uh, their webpage. I just think this is really awesome. Please do not use the word transsexual. This word has been deprecated. Um, for a time, and this is, this goes exactly with what I described. I think, how do we, in the podcast, how do we identify um, for a time, the word transgender was used to de uh, denote anyone who, whose gender does not match their assigned gender at birth, while transsexual or transsexual or transsexual with two S's 
applied specifically to people or a person who had undergone gender-related surgery. However, this led to folks who had not medically transitioned being seen as less valid, which creates social pressure to uh, pursue surgery. Surgery is very personal choice and is not something anyone should be pr uh, be pressured or should pursue out of social pressure. Um, additionally, the word transsexual is hypersexualized, reinforcing uh, tired, old, demeaning stereotypes. So, as I said, I I thought that it, this just confirms the fact. I believe that transsexual was uh, a naughty word. I believe that it was. Um, but there you go. Uh, that is proof that it was. And if I didn't say that before, well, then shame on me because, yes, um, I was really uh, surprised at... Uh, when I read this, but this is really, really good. And I totally, I found a new favorite website that I like. This is really kind of cool. Um, let me see. There's a couple other. Oh, trans woman is two words. We don't say a tall woman all in one word. We say a tall space woman. And it is not all the sing uh, single ladies. <laughs> it's all these single Space ladies. A trans woman is a woman of trans experience, a woman who assigned birth does not reflect her gender. She, uh, she is a woman. She's a woman. She's also trans. So there you go. Something for you to... Oh, and this one really goes... Okay, so this is a question I'm going to take from this website and I'm going to expand on this because a lot of people get this. I get asked this all the time. So I'm going to read what they said, and then I'm going to tell you what I get asked quite a bit. Why do you want to be a woman? A trans woman, and this is what uh, EmpoweredTransWomen.com uh, says, a trans woman does not transition to become, because she wants to be a woman. She is a woman. A transition, uh, she transitions so that the rest of the world will see that. That is so true. When you are telling someone that you do not fit in your body correctly, and you tell someone that you are transgender, um, you're basically telling that person, listen, I know I look like a male or I look like a female, but I am not that gender. So I'll follow this up with why, and I get asked this when, or I used to get asked this. I'm not going to tell you where, because that's very embarrassing. But I used to get asked, well, why do you want to be a woman if you're attracted to females? Yet again, we go into the how do we identify? My gender has absolutely nothing to do with my sexual um identification it it says it has no no bearing whatsoever in who i'm attracted to my gender is how and again i get really confused and this is something that i think we need to clear up because i think it confuses cis people um uh or people who are cis but uh again trying to be respectful to them as well i, I find it really hard when you start talking about a person's sex and gender being the same thing when your sexuality is something completely different. 
So I like talking as you how you identify as a gender, a boy, girl, intersex, non-binary. That is your gender. And then your sexuality is your bisexual, homosexual, lesbian, so forth and so forth. So it doesn't make it's very hard um describing that sometimes again it's really really difficult to get somebody to realize okay you're 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 presenting as a female because you are a female but you happen to be a lesbian right that's exactly what it is. So, yes, it's hard because a lot of people just want to go with the stereotypes. Is like, Okay, well, if you're a girl, that means you like guys, right? No. No, it doesn't mean that. So, thank you for playing. There's your little Trans 101. And, again, I love this website. I totally love this website. I'm going to put a link to this website. Um, this uh, EmpoweredTransWomen.com. Uh, I'm going to put a link to that in the... Um, description of the podcast for this week because I really think that's really cool and I have more mail I am so excited about this uh, I don't know if you all can tell but I am really loving um, your feedback I love your um, you sending some notes in I got a note from Brenda W that said if you could give one piece of advice for cis women to be better allies what would it be um, I know I answered this question last week and it's the, it's being, it's understanding that this person, and it kind of uh, blends in with the next question that I, um, or the next comment, I guess, that I ended up receiving, was that you have to understand the, uh, I know that women go through, you go through being discriminated against all your life. You're not a boy. You can't do that. You need a man's help in order to be able to do it. My wife reminds me constantly because she's like, I am a strong, independent woman. I do not need your help to do anything. And I get reminded that on a regular basis. So <laughs> I'm still being pushed into that because I'm presenting as a male. I walk around as a male most of the time. I'm still, she is a very independent woman. And I know that that has been set into her mind from her parents, which is awesome. But it's because any women, you get... I mean, women get paid um, less than a male for doing exactly the same job. What the hell is that? So you have to understand, yes, and, and I've heard this argument before, is like, well, you're not a real woman because you haven't had babies. You're not able to give birth. There are a lot of cis women that are not able to have a child. That does not make them any less a woman. Um, you'll never have your period. Okay, I'm a woman close to 40 years, a trans woman close to 40 or 50 years old, and there's a lot of women that have gone through menopause. They're no longer having periods. Or there's some women who have had to have a hysterectomy that can neither have children nor do they have periods. That does not make them less of a woman. Um, oh my God, uh, what are some other examples that I was thinking about? Um, it, it's basically <laughs> your being a woman is how you, I'm looking at it as how do I socially, uh, connect with the world? I connect as a woman. So as a, a cis ally, 
Um, and I will add this to what I talked about last time of being inclusive. Um, you know, I- include your your friends who are are trans, um, gender male or transgender female. Um, include them in your your activities, whatever you're doing. It's one thing for you to say, yep, I accept that person, and then you really don't talk to them or anything else like that. And that's fine. That's no problem. So, that, I mean, that, that tells that person that you are able to, uh, they're, you know, they're able to be themselves around you and that type of thing. But at the same time, it's really cool in order for, if for some of those friends, I'm not saying that you have to go out of your way in order to do that. This is actually coming out wrong now that I'm saying this. Oh, boy. Um, if you have a trans friend that's a trans person who is your friend, uh, I've got, I'm running in. So I'm just like, literally it's a minefield for me right now. I just don't know. My mind's going a mile a minute to answer this question. If you have a, a trans person who is a friend and it's really awesome in order for you to include them in doing it in a way that you're using pronouns, I'm going to leave it at that. Because I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea that you should go out of your way. Well, now that you have a trans friend, you have to do something with them. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if you talk to them on a regular basis, include them as a female. That's or as a male, if that's how they're choosing to identify. That's very important. Also, um, there are ways to go about it. If you're curious, if you have questions. I'm kind of really a bad source for this because I'm willing to talk about it to anybody that wants to know. I'm kind of an open book. I really don't care. If you're going to be, if I tell you, okay, I'm, I am transgender or I am a transgender person. (laughs) I don't even know if I'm saying it right. God, I'm just, I'm even horrible to my own people. Um, so if I tell someone and I come out to someone and I say, okay, I'm trans, and they instantly start setting out on a barrage of questions to me about my genitals or whatever the case may be, I'm okay with that. But not everybody is. And those who know me know it's okay. I even say, I am open and I am willing to talk about anything that you want to talk about. No problem whatsoever. So people know. Again, I'm doing a question and answer podcast you pretty much can answer or ask me anything and I'm going to tell you. If it's not, then I'm not going to read it. It doesn't make it on the card or I'm not going to read it off of your email. Um, so, but yeah, I'm pretty open. But you don't just launch into asking questions about someone's sexuality. If you have questions, the best way and the most respectful way in order for you to be that friend and be supportive and still be able to have a conversation because, yeah, there's going to be issues that come up that you weren't expecting. You're not going to expect your trans friend in order to react a certain way. You're like, oh, really? So tell me about that. Always lead into it. Can I ask or do you mind if I if I ask you? this or whatever the case may be they're gonna let you know no it's not something i really want to talk about or like me hell yeah i'll answer anything um 
Because I always see somebody who asks, that's a great opportunity in order to be able to share with them and to teach a teachable moment more about us. Not everybody, and I say us as transgender people, so not all transgender people, though, are going to be as open. And that is something that you really have to keep in mind. So if you're curious and they are your friend, then ask them, may I ask you some questions? Sometimes, and you have to be respectful to the fact that they may not want to talk about it. They may be wide open like I am, or they may not, but you have to be respectful to that. Um, and don't go asking like a lot of my friends have, uh, not all of them, but a good handful, the very first, within the first three questions. So are you going to get your junk cut off? No, that's not cool. But again, I, I really don't care. It's not offensive because I don't mind answering that question. I really don't know. At this point, if you would ask me 10 years ago and I was actually starting hormones 10 years ago, I would have probably said, yeah, I'll cut it off in a heartbeat. But now I don't know. I don't know. I'm 50 years old. I don't know if I, or almost 50, I don't know if I want to go through surgery or not. Yes, I would love to have a pair of leggings fit me better without having to worry about a man bump in between my legs, and it does get more bothersome than anything else, but I don't know whether or not I really want to go have it surgically removed or not. But that's nobody's business except me and my wife's. <laughs> so, <laughs> but people do ask, and again, I kind of step in, I open the screen door for that because I say, yeah, I'm an open book, so they can ask anything, and I'm okay with talking about it. Um... But just being courteous about that type of thing, you know, if they bring it up about their genitalia, if they bring it up about they should be the ones that sit there. Are you OK if we talk about this? Because I've got questions that I would like to ask a cis friend. I've done that before. It's like, can I ask you some questions? Because I'm curious. Then we go into that. So. That is an addendum to, in addition to, if you will, or a continuation of last week's podcast, or the last podcast that I ended up doing. Um, and, uh, yeah, on, on how can you be the best ally and support your trans friends the best? There you go. Um, okay, I'm getting on to the next question here. Uh, this is from Brittany C., I have a great idea for a podcast. You could talk about losing your male privilege. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is something that I think threatens men more than anything. I may be completely wrong, but I I want to say that it is. And I've said this before on this podcast. I was born a single white female. <laughs> or I'm uh, sorry, single white male. Oh boy. Oh, it's good. Okay. I was born a white male. There, I didn't really have to do anything except hold down a job, and I could coax, coast through life without problems. I mean, there's so much privilege that a white male has. I'm get, I can get jobs. I can get paid good money. I'm not discriminated against. I just blend in, and I'm just one of the guys. And that's all. I'm not trying to be racist. This is how society works, unfortunately, is if you are a white male, 
you're pretty much able to just coast right on through life if you want to. You can pretty much, as the way things are going, you can do whatever you really want to. Within reason. And even sometimes, you can get away with doing unreasonable things. I'm giving that up, though, by saying I am a trans woman. Every single trans woman is saying I'm, I am not, even though my body is, and I was born as a white male, or that I was born as a male, not everybody's born white, but I'm born as a male, there are certain privileges that you have even by just being a male. There's a lot that you can do. Again, equal pay. There's a lot more. You get you into a lot of other things, the men's clubs and the whole nine yards. Uh, again, both the naughty ones and the regular, you know, the, the highfalutin ones. You can't join the Masons as a female. Okay? So there you go. There's a lot. As a male, you can do a lot. I'm saying that I'm not a male, so that just automatically, I lose that privilege. I am, it's not a choice that I am saying, okay, I wake up one morning, it's like, you know, it would be really good to be objectified every single day by the opposite gender. It would be really awesome today if I could earn less than John is, who's doing exactly the same job as me. I don't wake up every day and think, you know, I want to wear really constrictive clothing that looks good, but I am so freaking uncomfortable that it makes me hurt to include my shoes that I have to walk around in. But I do it because males find it attractive. So I wear my heels. Yeah, that sounds like something I really want to do today. Yeah, I want to go out and I want to spend twice the amount of money on a single article of clothing than what men do. A woman's dress a hundred and some odd dollars and some change. A pair of jeans, 50 bucks for a guy. That's that's pushing it too. That's high end if you want to go 50. Then, of course, there's like the $200 jeans from Italy. But I'm saying average cost. I can go out and I can buy a pair of Wranglers and a t-shirt for under $30 at Kohl's. Okay? You go to, a dre you go to find a dress or a top and a skirt, you're probably pay double that in women's clothing. If you don't have the coupons, and of course you get your your Kohl's cash, and so forth and so on, but guys don't think that way. So there you go. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, it's not a choice. I understand that by me saying that I'm I am a female, and I want to transition to present as a female so the rest of the world can see me as I really am instead of me hiding behind this facade, that's going to open me up to a lot of discrimination. Money-wise, I'm not going to earn as much. Uh, again, you're, you're, you're wearing some clothes, which, by the way, are fabulous. You've got to worry about your hair. You've got to worry about your makeup. You've got to worry about this. You've got to worry about that. I am taking on a lot of crap that I have not had to worry about for 40 years because I'm a big fat guy. It doesn't make any difference. But as a female, you're going to have to all of a sudden worry about all this stuff. But I know that's what I signed up for and that's what I want because that's who I am. It's not a choice. So don't ever get that wrong. Any of my cis allies out there, this is not a choice. 
This is the way that I was born. If a, a female to male transgender, they tell you that, listen, I'm a guy. That's how they, they are a guy. They are, this is how they were supposed to be born. So, again, socially, I'm going to say, and I could be so wrong, but it's okay for a guy to accept a female to male transgender than it is for a transgender person than it is for a male, cis male, to accept a transgender female. Because it's okay to be a guy, but it's... Uh, Madonna did this song. Oh my gosh. Um, there was a song that she did a while back. And again, Madonna, love her. Yeah, stereotype, whatever. But she did this song uh, that was basically about that. She said, you know, you find it... You find it's okay for... Um, it's okay to be a guy, but it's not okay to be a girl. I know that that's what I'm going into because that's who I am. I can't help it, but that's what... And it's not taking another argument that I heard, and I got told this, and I think I talked about this on a previous... Uh, a while back on an episode, but I'm not... I am all for women's rights, women equality, and just because I'm a trans woman and I'm asking for trans woman rights, there's no such thing. It's all women's rights that I'm fighting for because I'm a woman. So, and also don't get confused in the fact that I am taking away your rights because I'm going to be getting new rights or I'm fighting for rights. I don't understand that logic because that's not how it works. They don't take a couple of rights away from this group and then give it to another group. I'm talking across the board for women. That's where I would fit in. So I've heard that argument before. So not to be confused too much. But that is a great thank you, Brittany. I think that was really awesome. Uh, a good suggestion because that brings up a whole hornet's nest of other things. If you've got additions to that, I would love to hear it. Um, I think this is a it's a great topic and we could just go on and on and on for that. But I am running out of time, so I'm trying to keep these. I was naughty last time. I'm trying to keep these down to a decent time. We're getting on 27 minutes now, so I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you so much for listening, and if you have any comments or questions, please keep them coming. I love you guys so much at questions at tyinhighheels.com. You can go to my website at tyinhighheels.com. Go to the contact page. There's all a little uh, chart, just a form. Fill it out. It comes straight, straight to me. Also, find me on Instagram and Facebook at tie and high heels. And I will look forward to talking with you next time. Take care. Mm-hmm.